you're listening to episode 69 of the Broken Glass Podcast, creating a platform for your voice with Jasmine Kyleen. You're listening to the Broken Glass Podcast, a podcast with a mission to highlight women in the music industry through their stories, from their successes to their trials and tribulations. We'll share tools and resources available to you to make your music dream job come to life or to start that business you've always wanted to own. But most of all, you'll be a part of the Broken Glass community where we support and encourage each other and open the doors to working in music. I'm your host, Christy Jacobson, entrepreneur, music lover, wonderluster, and dreamer. Welcome to the show. Welcome back to the Broken Glass Podcast. Today, I have journalist and spiritual counselor, Jasmine Kyleen with me. Welcome to the podcast, Jasmine. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. I am so excited to have you here. You've got a pretty cool uh, career in uh, journalism and media, and we talk to a lot of artists on the podcast, and you're the one that's also doing a lot of the interviewing and all that. So yeah, so let's just, um, let's dive in and just uh, tell us a little bit more about what you're doing right now, and then we'll kind of take it back how you got into the industry. Oh, totally. Well, I was always so enamored by um, like musicians and people who worked in pop culture that when I went into journalism, I thought that I would be focusing on artists and doing, you know, artists interviews with musicians and, and focusing on that. And while I still do that, I also realized that there was kind of like a grander calling that I had. So a lot of my journalism is really zeroed in on just like the exploration of humanity, the things that we go through, mental health, anxiety, feminism, all of that. Um, And I work a lot with spirituality. So I'm a spiritual counselor. I do tarot readings, chart readings for astrology, all that good stuff. Um, Just because I, I, above all else, I've just kind of allowed myself to be intuitively led and build my career through that. So I'm I'm in a lot of different places, but I'm trying to like figure out how to make it all one. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's really cool. So how did you really get your start then in in journalism and media and and move into to where you are now? Right. So I went to college and I majored in multimedia journalism because like I said, I thought that I just wanted to like work on e-news and like talk about (laughs) Kim Kardashian for like the rest of my life. And I was very okay with that reality. I was going to move out to LA and everything. And then just like through my college process, you know, I had all these internships with like TV Guide magazine and I would be interviewing, you know, musicians and and actors in Miami and all this fun stuff. But I realized that there was like a certain level of fulfillment that I wasn't getting. And then through just like my own journey with self-love and really coming to terms with like the evolution of womanhood and and all of that, I kind of realized like, no, I want to have conversations that I think dive a little bit deeper than just like promo. So while I was still having these opportunities, um, like on the public pop culture scale, I was kind of starting on my own platform to have these conversations. I would, when I was still in college, I would grab a camera and a microphone and go around campus and I'd just interview students on like, you know, what are you scared of the most after graduation? Or, you know, what is it that you struggle the most with when it comes to self-love? And in having those conversations, I started to build more on it. And especially with the response of people who saw themselves in these conversations. um, Yeah, I just sort of found my purpose within it all. 
Right. That's really cool. Um, you know, a lot of times when people think journalism, they do think of either like newspapers or they really think of, you know, interviewing artists. And I'm sure you had some, you know, even though it was promos, I'm sure you had some cool conversations with some artists. Totally. totally. Yeah. And it was awesome to be, and it's so like exhilarating to be, you know, like at press junkets or, you know, standing like in front of somebody that you really admired and, and, and all that was really awesome. And I still continue to love talking to artists. I just want to have the platform where the conversation goes deeper. Right. Than just like, you know, what's your next single? But like also, you know, what are you doing right. with behind the scenes? No, and I, I know personally, and, and I'm sure some of my audience members too, like I love those kinds of interviews with people, yes. right? Like, yeah, you know, it's, it's one thing to just chat about, you know, a, an album or a TV show and that, but I, I love hearing like the deeper side of things and really getting to know that person, that artist, that actor as yes. you know, a person, right? Yes. It, it to nourishes them the and- listener too, because it's like they can see the humanity in that artist and kind of like connect. I think it, it makes so much sense. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, so with that, you have um, a, your own company yeah. called... I'm gonna. I hope I say this right. La Lali La Luna TV. Yes, perfect. Correct? Okay. Did it. <laughs> I was practicing last night. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I'll, so I get tripped up all the time. So. <laughs> no worries. A lot of people do that. Um, so I guess your inspiration probably came from what you were, you know, wanting to do with your career. Right. But what what really like inspired you to start that and and. I guess, what was that process like to get that up and running? Totally. Well, for me, it was kind of like, it was born out of necessity because I felt like I got really clear on what my journalistic voice sounded like and what I wanted my interviews and my content to look like. And I couldn't find like a platform that would facilitate my voice in the way I wanted it to come out. So I was kind of like, I think I have to do it on my own. And it, it, it took a lot of like risk and like a lot of late nights, like emailing, you know, different like managers and artist managers to see if they would, you know, grant me someone who was smaller scale with these interviews and, and access and, and all of that. But through following my intuition, I was able to really build it. You know, we're on OTT platforms. So we're streaming on like four, four million houses in the country, which to me was just like, it's gratifying, but it's also like, it's, it's, it's hard being kind of like a one woman show and, um, you know, just being a woman alone in, in media is like right. a lot. So yeah, but it's gratifying. That's awesome though. Well, you said 4 million. Yeah. That's amazing. OTT platforms are like Roku and Apple right. and all of that. So yeah, that's, it's really helped a lot for sure. That is amazing. Thank you. So you, I, and I think, Okay. A couple things with that. Yeah. So I think the first thing, um, I think it's really cool because technology has really allowed us to, I mean, first of all, to do our own thing, right? Like we can, can start our own, even if it starts just as a YouTube channel or just posting videos to Facebook or Instagram to really dive in. And then someone, you know, like you, like you really took it like you probably do your own production and all that kind of stuff. Right. Like it's more than just, yeah you know, a lot of people now it's like for, at least for me, it's yeah. like cell phone. Right. And, right. and really allowed to build on that. So I think that was the one point is I think that's really, you know, been, looks like it's been an amazing opportunity for you to just be able to like, I can do this on my own now. 
Oh, totally. And it's, it's nice because it started off as like, yes, I'm just putting this on YouTube and it's kind of like homemade. And then I got to a point where I was booking studios and we had like a camera crew and lighting and it was like really like professional. And then with COVID, everything came back to like, I'm doing mainly Zoom interviews. And I, I, I love coming back to this. Like this, make I, <laughs> like all of that extra stuff, yeah. A, cost extra money when honestly you can have just as pure and authentic and genuine of a conversation that you would in person that you could online. And it's really, it's A, encouraged not only me, but so many other people to really like take heed to the fact that like they can facilitate their own mm-hmm. like platforms and, and voices so easily. And I've also been able to connect with people that I would have never been able to because we don't live in the same like state or even country, you know? Right. Yeah, no, that's really cool. Um, so you're in, I, I want to say Miami? Yes. You're Florida? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I'm in California. Right. So I mean, just, I mean, before all of this, like I was doing interviews remotely and, and by, by Zoom, but I was doing some in person, you know, with colleagues or friends or or people in the LA area. And, and like you said, it's really opened up this world. And I think um, in that realm, and then I've, I've noticed a lot of artists and, you know, even, even actors and and other creatives really pivoting and just taking control of their careers right now because, you know, they, they can't get out, they can't go perform, they can't go, you know, into the studio or whatever it is that they do. Um, so I think that was a, a something too. And then you mentioned you're a pretty much a one woman show. So how do you, how do you really, I guess, I don't want to say the word balance. Um, cause I know a lot of people <laughs> kind of say it's not really work-life balance. Um, but how do you really, you know, because you, you also do the spiritual counselor. Right. How do you manage all of that? Um, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> like, can I just be honest? Like, yeah. I'm drowning in it. Um, I mean, part of it is really like coming to terms with the fact that like sometimes you need help and you need to ask for it when you do. So I've been better with like working with different like management teams and, and, and getting people to like help me figure it out. But um, I don't know. I was just having this conversation about how I think like the idea of being really busy is so over romanticized like I would much rather have like less to do and more time to just like blankly stare at a wall so I'm so (laughs) grateful that so many like people are booking and 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 all of these things are happening but it's also like it it can get overwhelming especially when you don't have a team behind you but I think I'm I'm so specific about how I want my stuff to look and, and go that I just don't really know if I could ever forfeit any of that. Um, but there is a balance, but yeah, it's just, it's, um, it's, it's scheduling in time for yourself and prioritizing that as much as you would work or an interview or a one-on-one session. It's really important that if you are going to be pouring into anybody else's cup, that yours is full as well. So it's, it's, I make sure to like put play, at like from like three to five than I would like an interview from three to five, you know, like it's, right. it's so yeah. Yeah, no, I've, I've definitely been there where even just in the last, in the last couple of weeks, cause I mentioned right before we came on, I'm in the process of moving. Right, <laughs> right. Oh my God. And so, and when I think a lot of us too, you know, we were sent home and we were working from home and, and yeah. doing everything. And we said, Oh, you know, now I have time to do 
to read, to learn this, to, to do all these things. Yeah. And we started piling all that on. And I know for me, it just in the last couple of weeks, it's been like, I did it all much. hit. And it was like, yeah. I, yeah, I took too much on. <laughs> same, same. I did the same. I was so excited about having to be home because there were so many books that I wanted to read and so many courses I wanted to sign up for. And I got certified in like 10 million things <laughs> and I was so excited. And then I, you just realize that like, you are eventually are just running on fumes and like, you didn't even yeah. realize it. So yeah. Yeah. And things. you might be home, but that doesn't mean you're not. <laughs> I know. I think it's like, because I'm in my bed for most of it, I think that it's still relaxation, but like right. your mind is going so yeah. quickly and, and there's so much stimulation. And I think if anything, my addiction to my phone has gotten worse. So it's just like, yeah. I, I had to actually, I use, um, I have an iPhone and yeah. they have a setting where you can do like set the screen time for the day. Oh, screen time. Yeah. I yep. just ignore so, it. So <laughs> I do that sometimes too, <laughs> but for the most part, it's really, you know, when, when social media max hits, I say, okay, I'm done. Like, unless yeah. it's with work. And then if it's something right, to do right. with the business, then I'm like, right. okay, I'll, I'll ignore it for 15 minutes, do what I need to do. And then, but yeah. I'm not looking at the personal stuff, but yeah. it's, it's definitely helped. And I have to, I have a friend to thank for that. She was starting to use it for herself and she's like, you have to try this. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah honestly, I, it, same. I think it's, it's more like self-restraint because the fact that I even have the option to like more time, I yeah. like, sometimes I will probably do that. So yeah. I, it's, yeah, but <laughs> I, it's nice to know that I'm not the only person that's there because yeah true. so I mean but it's in in some ways you know like you mentioned it's good that people are booking and they want yeah, you know to work right. with you but right. I think you know you do have to set those boundaries and I'm slowly right. learning that with everything I do it all goes back to boundaries yeah. yeah um so I, I kind of want to chat a little bit too about your um uh, you being a spiritual counselor. So just curious, like how that came about and, and what you offer or you really guide people on. Yeah. So it was something that I was kind of like always doing. I think I, I, I can think quite logically. And I also have always been so drawn to the world of spirituality when it came to like chakra work, um, tarot readings, astrology, natal charts, all of that. Um, so people would always come to me or like, be like, what is going on with the moon phases? Or like, please look at my chart and tell me this. And so, because I was already kind of like doing it in a natural day-to-day base with my friends, I was like, well, why don't I actually like build a foundation now? And so I, I went to the Holistic Arts Institute and I took, um, like the actual certification course in spiritual counseling to sort of like get the groundwork for what it was that I was doing. And I kind of built out this business and it's been amazing and people have been so responsive and I've just been able to really have like immediate fulfillment and like sitting down with somebody and really like hearing what they're going through and and guiding them back to their own empowerment and like showing them how they can work with the moon and the lunar phases and the planets and and their own astrological charts and even what the cards say and all that has really put the power back in them and just been really fulfilling and uh, very purposeful I would say. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, I did, um, there's a meditation studio here yeah. in LA that I've, I've gone to a couple of times and they had a Reiki meditation yeah. that I went to. And that was like the coolest experience that Reiki. I think I've ever had. I didn't expect anything. I was like, I'm going to go meditate for 45 minutes. And it and was- your life changed. <laughs> yeah. And I, I'm like, now, you know, everything's shut down right now. So it's like, I'd love to go do that again, but- um, hopefully yeah. once things 
start back up again. (laughs) Well, I know California is like not in the best place with it, but honestly, um, but Reiki is life-changing. I I got to find Reiki as well. And it's just like, I love having it done to me, but like doing it is also so like, it's just, it's, it's incredible and it can really shift you as long as you're open to it. It's all about being open. Yeah. And I think that was, that was the big for, thing for me is I started right. to really open myself to meditation. And then, mm. you know, I was like, well, let's just try it. Let's see what happens. Why not? Why not? You know, but yeah. if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And yeah. oh my gosh, that was the coolest thing. So nice. when I hear somebody that they, you know, are, are certified in it, I'm like, that's really cool. <laughs> oh, so cool. I'm so glad you had a good experience with it. Honestly. Yeah. It yeah. Also on who you're working with, but true. Yeah. 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 So do you, um, do you kind of combine the spiritual counselor role that you have with your media role? Like, do you bring those two together and and how do you, how do you do that? Like, yeah, thank you for asking because that has been like a thing for me is, is knowing that I'm so deeply embedded in both worlds and kind of finding that middle ground. And so a lot of my interviews have been based in a lot of like conscious conversations, right? Like talking about just, you know, um, the spiritual awakening process and meditation and how that's healed people and like having those kinds of conversations with people who are musicians or have platforms like sort of combining this idea that like we can talk about spirituality and consciousness um, like on this forefront scale with people who you didn't even know had a perspective on it and and it's been really nice to fuse them both um, and honestly spirituality is also just I mean there's they exist in each other because I would say the spirituality is mainly also about like just connecting back to our own humanity and what it means to be human in this like human reality experience that we're having right now and a lot of my interviews I try to explore parts of what that experience is like so I I, I do my best to combine the two and it's, it's difficult and sometimes I will like just have something super like spiritual that has nothing to do with journalism or like a journalistic conversation that has nothing to do with, you know, like exploring something. But I say that to say that it is um, an effort that I'm making for sure. That's really cool. I'm going to have to, uh, I'll share the link to um, your company and so everybody can check it out. Yeah. Um, I I definitely want to check it out too, because I think that's really, um, you know, and I think it's something that everybody, you know, whether you're creative or not really needs to just you mentioned the, the, you know, experience we're going through now. Right. And I think that's really important to just, you know, just step yeah. back and, and bring ourselves back to yeah, say like a level playing field, but just really, you know, come back into ourselves. Oh my God. Yeah. I think that's been such a huge theme for so many people like this year, because we've kind of had to be still, we've kind mm-hmm. of had to like hear our own thoughts a little bit. And so like, I think we've just, if anything, we've been kind of healing together. And so being able to have these conversations and have these like healing sessions has been really timely for everyone, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's such a A weird, (laughs) yeah, weird time. It's a lot, you know, and and then if you- It's a long weird time. Like how is it not over yet? I know. Well, I was talking to someone today and I was like, isn't it still March? (laughs) Like, like literally, how, yes. How is it? What sixteen days now? We're so we're recording this um, on December twelfth. So sixteen yeah. days till the end of twenty twenty, and it's like, I feel like it's still March right now. Like, I, I I'm just stopped when I went home, but it didn't. <laughs> it, it went by so slowly and so quickly at the same time. Exactly. 
it's 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 just so mind-boggling how like malleable time is but I mean I'm, I'm trying to suck out all the nectar that I can of this experience and knowing that like you know I really honed in on my spirituality my spiritual business and you know I was able to spend time home connecting with myself and doing a lot of healing but like I also part of that is also acknowledging the fact that this was really hard this was a really hard year for a mm-hmm. lot of people in a lot of different ways and for myself in a different scale than others, you know, people suffered more, people suffered less, mm-hmm. but it's important to see the good in it and also acknowledge that there was bad, you know? So yeah, I was yeah. just going to say the, the silver linings. Yes. That's what I've, I've been looking for is what, where is the silver lining in all this? Yes. Um, you can find them. You yeah. can. Yeah. Um, and, and you had mentioned, um, when we were talking about media, um, you know, being a woman in media yeah. and starting a company and a lot of what we talk about on the podcast is really, um, you know, being a woman in the industry and overcoming any obstacles that have been thrown our way. Of yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm just curious, you know, how, how has that been for you, you know, starting your, your own company and a media company at that as a woman? Yeah. Um, How did you overcome any of those kind of obstacles and struggles? Of course. I mean, it's, it's been an interesting experience and on both ends of the spectrum, I think there was like strife that I was met with and also a lot of like support from other women that I have as well. Um, you know, when I first got into journalism and I was in the hosting like fields, especially for pop culture, so much of it was just focused on my physical appearance and there was such an emphasis put on that. And, you know, obviously you have to like compete for a certain, um, you know, such if you're like, like my whole idea was to go out to LA and work on E! News and it was such a competitive field. There were so many women put against each other that so much emphasis was put on our physical appearance. And it really kind of put my mind somewhere of like, like the way that I was eating and the way that I was exercising became such a huge focus, way bigger than I needed to be because of that. And then when I broke away from that and started doing my own thing, I broke away from like the competitive nature of it, which was great. But also I had to deal with the fact that people don't typically take a woman, a younger woman, a, a like a biracial younger woman seriously when she's doing something um, that is her own and only her. So it was also dealing with that and like very patriarchal standards and being like brown and, and female in that. But I think coming back to my intention and my purpose really helped me drive through it. And also just like having a sisterhood is also very, very, very important. Like having your like tribe of supportive women around you who are going to share resources and just uplift you has been such a catalyst for me getting to where I am and like staying somewhat sane through it because um, you just always need to have that, especially because you can be met with like competitiveness and jealousy and all of that. So it's like coming back to that sacred space has really helped me. And I would encourage anybody to do that. Right. Yeah. I mean, you mentioned like the image and that, and I think that's, you know, that's where a lot of people not really fall down rabbit holes, but you know, where they, they kind of lose themselves as it's, yeah. I have to look this way and I have to dress this way. And if I want the job and I think that's, it's, it's insane. I mean, that's the only way I can put it. You know, it's the fact that you have to think about that for a job, right? It's like, Oh my God. 
insane, insane. And the guys who would compete, like they not that was never anything that ever crossed their mind. Right. <laughs> they just had to show up as themselves and they were yeah. fine. And then all of us were just being so pit against each other. And there was so much emphasis. And I had to deal with, you know, I, I like interviewed a lot of like, just like young and up and coming like artists and rappers. And like, sometimes it would feel very like entitled to me. And it was just like, I, I had to deal with a lot of like misogyny and it was just, um, yeah, I fell down a rabbit hole as you know, yeah. a lot of people do. And, and even like, I'm, I'm out of that world now, but like, even with quarantine and COVID, like I, like a lot of other people, my weight has fluctuated during this time. And I found myself getting back to it of like, well, you know, if I'm going to be on camera, I need to like be this certain, you know, weight or look a certain way. And it was kind of like, oh my God, like whose thinking is it? Is this mine or is this what I learned? So yeah. Yeah. No. And that's, that's a lot to unravel too, especially, yeah. you know, if, if you've been in that realm for such a long time too, yeah. just to get out of that mindset. But I think what you've done yeah. with your own business, like that's your image that you want to project. Right. And I think that's really cool. It's, it just opens up a whole new world when you're not, when you're running your own business and you're not working for someone, right? Oh, it's the best. <laughs> It's, it's, it's difficult, but it's so worth it. Yeah. It's so worth it to have something that is yours, truthfully. Yeah, no. And I guess kind of along those lines too, um, you know, being a creative and having, you know, running your own media company, how yeah. do you, how do you maintain your inspiration throughout all that? Cause I know I personally, I get drained. Like I write a lot and then I go through, through weeks where I'm like, right now it's like, I don't know what to write about. <laughs> yes, yes, same. Yeah. So at my heart, I've always been a writer as well. Um, and whenever I'm like, whenever I structure my writing, like whenever I know, okay, I need to have something out by this time, I just, for the life of me, like my inspiration is just dead. But when I just allow, like whenever I am feeling something deeply to be like manifested into words, that's when like I'm good and it flows. So, you know, for me, inspiration, typically what I talk about in my interviews or um, even like in my spirituality stuff is directly reflective of like what I'm experiencing in my life because I'm, I'm very observant and I'm very like aware. So anytime I'm processing anything having to do with like what it means to be like 25 and finding yourself, I'm kind of like putting out there in my content, you know, I'm talking about like body image and feminism and what it means to being an entrepreneur and all that stuff. So I take a lot of inspiration off, out of like just experience and from all of like the people that I, I see around me that inspire me and motivate me. I make sure that when I am on social media, I'm following people that um, are posting like things of substance and things that do make me think and, and inspire my mind. And so I, I take from, from what I see. Right. Who, who are your, like, who or what really inspires you and, and, and what you do. Oh my gosh. So many people. I mean, like on like a public scale, um, the first person that comes to mind is definitely Alicia Keys. She I is love her. Oh my God. She's amazing. <laughs> and she's so like, she's just such a like fairy, but like, she also is very like, she stands very boldly in who she is. And she has such a piece that she radiates about her that really inspires me. And I, I try to harness that. Also Oprah, just because I mean, she like, believed in herself before anybody else did. And that's why she's been able to build an empire. And just like on a day to day, the people that I, I mean, like I'm inspired by my own friends, by my mentors, by my mom, by my family. It's just really, um, I, I try to, you, you are, you are so much of your energy is directly derivative of the people that you surround yourself with. So I definitely try to like stay in groups that 
um, uplift me and raise my vibration for sure. Yeah. I think it, is it in Jen Sincero's book? She talks about like, just surrounding yourself with, um, you know, if, if this is where you want to be, yes, surround yourself with those people, right? Yes. Don't yes. surround yourself with the people that are going to drag you down and, yes. and keep you in, you know, whatever cycle you're in, but yes. surround yourself with those people. And I found that works. It's, it's amazing. Just that works. Yeah. Oh my God. The minute I started to be more intentional with who my friends were and I started to network in fields that I wanted to see myself in was the minute I actually started to like get there. And it wasn't on some like, cause you can also like take advantage of people, but it was never that it was more so like yeah. just having those connections with people that you can see yourself in is so important. Yeah. It, it was amazing. Cause I started going to an entrepreneurship conference mm-hmm. and it was just women. Um, yeah. you know, all, all women, yeah. a lot of them were, um, you know, life coaches right. or, you know, or some other, um, aspect like that, but right. I, I've made those connections with them. And on that entrepreneurial level, Mm-hmm. it's, it's yeah. amazing because I have friends who are like, I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> like I don't, yeah, you know, yeah. they support me, but they're like, I, right. you know, I really don't understand what you're talking about. Yeah. And, 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 you know, we're, we're still friends. Cause we, you know, we have other things, but it's balanced as far yeah. as the, the business side goes and, yeah. and the business growth. Yeah. I noticed as soon as I surrounded myself with those people, it really, Yes. Changed everything. You know, I, I now do some work for one of them and, you know, you make these connections. And I think that is so important. Oh Um, my God. It's so important. Also, we're just like, we're really stepping back into a space of like collaboration and supporting people again, supporting like on a smaller scale rather than like, whether that's like local businesses or, you know, just like small entrepreneurs, we're like, actually like instead of, I think we're moving away from this way that was very competitive and very like patriarchal. And we're moving into a space where we do want to uplift each other and like work with each other and support each other. And I'm, I'm so grateful for it for sure. Yeah. I, I don't know about, um, you know, I really put my focus on music industry. So I'm not really sure about like the other media areas, right. but I know there are a lot of gr- uh, groups for women in, in the music industry yeah. that really, allow us to connect and to collaborate. Cause I think we get such a, a bad rap for competitiveness. And I guess kind of like you mentioned with the, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. you know, with, you know, being in LA and, and yeah, yeah. that, but I think at least the music industry, it's, yeah. it's been amazing to see these groups pop up and how supportive and, oh. you know, Oh, well I can help you with this. And, you know, you, yes. you can help me with that and just connecting, making that connection. I think that's who we are by nature. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I think that we, it, it was never a competition. It was always like motivation. I think that because we have always tried to work in societies that have pit us against each other and made it seem like we needed to compete, that we've gotten that bad rep. But truthfully, I don't think we ever walked into any arena and like wanted to take each other down. It was that we were like taught we were supposed to, you know? Yeah. No. And I, I just, I love these groups. I'm part of a couple of them. And um, yeah, same. are there, are there any in the media industry that you, you know oh, of that yeah. we could share or? Well, I mean, as far as, so I'm a part of a lot of like spiritual collectives, like okay. a lot of women that just like, we meditate together right. and journal oh, together. That's really cool. Oh, it's the best. Yeah, I'm part of one awesome. called um, Goddess Council that I think every person should at least go to like one event and it'll change your life. We do like every Wednesday and Friday morning, 
we just journal together and we like write about our dreams and our manifestations and we share and we support each other and it's amazing also ethel's club is kind of the same thing but specifically for like people of color and yeah and just finding those collectives honestly whatever industry that you work in there is some sort of group that exists and that is supportive and it's a matter of just finding it for Mm -hmm. sure I know there's a lot, um, there's a lot on Facebook too. So a lot on that's Facebook, a good yeah. place to, to start at least. And then yeah, once sure. we can go out in person again, um, cause yeah. that's how I found, um, it wasn't a, a, a women's group, but just, I joined, um, an entrepreneurship Facebook group for Los Angeles. Okay. Got you. And then got through you. that people were posting their events and I found, right. um, you know, a networking group that did brunches every, I think twice a month it was. Yeah, um, yeah. So it was it just, you know, I, I found that way. So there's yeah. just, you know, Google and, and all that. So you just have to open yourself yeah. up to it and, and look for it and it'll find you as well. But yeah. like, yeah, there's so many that are virtual, at least for the time being, that have really helped me. But once we can go back in person again, I would. Yeah. <laughs> and I think the one thing, at least for me at first, and I know some of the, some of the listeners feel this is, is when we think of networking, we think of like, you know, really like, I don't want to say sleazy, but like, <laughs> you know, like that slick, like, like yeah. yeah. But I think there are a lot of groups out there now that it's more about that personal connection. And I think that's, oh, thank God. Yeah. Cause I remember being in a, a college and then grad school and it's like, you have, we have to go to this networking event. And I'm like, Oh my God, I don't want to go. <laughs> I don't want to do it. That's um, word for word. Mike. I was, yeah. I hated the idea of networking because I felt like it was like, you have to have this like elevator speech and like market yourself and like yeah. sell yourself basically. And nothing, it seemed so surface level and so fake to me. Cause I was like, why would I talk to somebody if like my sole intention is like getting something out of it? Like right. I just want to meet people. And, but now I think we've, we've taken back the power of what networking mm-hmm. is and we've made it more human. And it, yeah. like you said, it's definitely about personal connection. And now I'm so, I'm so good at networking. Cause I'm like, all you have to do is just talk to people. Right. Yeah. And that's it. And then you'll find some common thread yeah. in it, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Um, so as we kind of wrap up here a little bit, mm-hmm. um, do you have any, any resources you'd recommend for um, other women looking to either get into journalism or to, to start their own media company? Totally. Um, so as far as like looking for in the spirituality sense, if you're looking for um, just like other people who are open to helping you, who have that same aspiration and who want to uplift you in your journey. Um, I mentioned Goddess Council, definitely Goddess Council, as well as um, there's a Facebook group called the Baby Elephant Law of Attraction Group. And it sounds a little bit insane, but it's like the most magical space for women Um and also men, but mostly women who are just um, kind of on their journey of creating something for themselves and creating the lives that they want. As far as journalism goes, I took a journalism course with um, this company called Madrid No Frills, which sounds once again, a little bit crazy. It's M-A-D-R-I-D space N-O space F-R-L, F-R-I-L-L-S. I apologize, but <laughs> okay. um, I learned so so, so much about what it meant to be an authentic journalist and to really um, like just lead with integrity. And yeah, that was priceless. So if anyone is looking for like that kind of resource, I would definitely recommend them. Those sound fun. 
Yeah, like the, a lot of the baby elephant one. Like that sounds really fun. You have <laughs> like, to be part of it. You have to be part of it. Yeah. Oh my god. I'll um and I'll I'll link to all these in the show notes so uh, the audience can find them and. Yeah. Um, yeah, those are some great resources. I'll definitely uh, do that. Um, do you have any, I guess, kind of along those lines too, do you have any advice that you would give to uh, women or even in men looking to become a media journalist or even anybody who's looking to go into that spiritual counselor realm? Yeah, honestly, I mean, whatever, either one, I think what really is all encompassing is just the idea of like finding what your voice is. And getting really clear on your why. Like, why is it that you want to do it? Why is it that you want to go into this field? Or why do you want to use your voice, your platform in this way? And rooting yourself in that. Because um, it's going to get hard at times. It's going to get overwhelming. It's going to get, you know, here and there. And so you always need to be sure that you can come back to a solid why that feels fulfilling and purposeful and intentful. And if you have that why, you will never be led astray as long as you, you know, just like be intuitively led and, and know that, you know, when it does get overwhelming, like I said, you, you have a solid idea of what your purpose is. You just I, keep going. yeah, no, your why I think, I think that's so important. And, um, yeah. I think the first, the first time I really heard about finding your why was Simon Sinek's book, start mm-hmm. with why. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then kind of went from there and, I know for me personally, and, and I think some other people too, it's, you, you think of your why, but then you just got to keep drilling down, right? Like, yes, you know, okay, yes. that's the surface why and just yeah. keep, keep going yeah. down. So yeah, exactly. Get to the root of it. And then yeah. when you really find that like seed of why, just like ingrain it in your brain, because there are going to be times when you do want to give up or when you want to, you know, but when you come back to that, you're solid. Yeah, no, I, that's, that's my favorite, mm-hmm. I don't want to say phrase, but just, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah. Understanding your why. Yeah. Probably the best, the best piece of advice out there. So, yeah. um, and we talked about people that inspire you, but do you have any books or podcasts that you, you know, get some inspiration oh from, or that you absolutely love? There's so many, I have like so many books behind me. I'm like, <laughs> pick one, honestly, um, there's this book. Um, by Edgar Tolley called The Power of Now. Um, and I don't know if it necessarily has to do with like being a better like businesswoman, but it really changed what it meant for me to be a better human, which is just like connecting with the present moment and now and not being so hyper-focused on like the outcome of things or how things went wrong in the past, but rather just like zeroing in on who you are in this present moment, which has been great. Um, Anything that Brene Brown has ever said has been great for me. <laughs> so just like check out any podcast she's ever been part of, any of her talks. Um, and yeah, and that's basically I think what I would recommend. Yeah, I, um, I've i read, which one was it? Um, why can't I, I can never remember. One of the Brene Brown books. And she mm-hmm. has a podcast now, I think. Yes, yeah. Uh, I know my sister loves it. Um, but yeah, no, she's, she, I, I've daring greatly. That's the one daring that's, greatly. That's gotcha. the, that was the first one that I was introduced to. My sister got that for me when I graduated grad school. Cause she oh, was, wow. you know, she yeah. loved it and she thought it would be perfect. And then I'm also, I have, um, I thought it, I thought it was just me, but it isn't. Mm-hmm. Um, so I work it on those, but, 
Um, yeah. Eckhart Tolle, I've, I've heard a lot about those books and the, the yeah. one that you mentioned, and yeah. those are on my list for 2021. I'm like getting my, oh, my list gonna, together for next year. And yeah, yeah I know I've but, been really like this past week. I've really realized that like I, in the beginning of the year I was reading so much and then I haven't been reading as much the past few months. And like the past two days I've been like, I need to like read something. So thank you for even like bringing that back into my like realm of consciousness. I'm going to um, read Darren Great. I read it. Yeah, it, it was really good. It really, it really yeah. helped. And, and, you know, you mentioned that it's, you know, not really a business book per se, but right, I think right. anything that really helps us grow personally helps us in our business. We'll right? reflect in business. Exactly. Yeah. That's why I was like, yeah. listen, at the end of the day, just read Eggert Tolle. Yeah. And like, if you have a better understanding of who you are as a human being, it'll definitely then, Yeah, you. that'll help. Um, and I think one of the things, and I use this trick and it might be, um, you know, useful for you for reading is I always just say, okay, one chapter a night. Yeah. Or, yeah. or if it's a good chapter, then I'll split it up. But yeah, you know, yeah. I, I say, I'm going to sit down and no matter what's going on in my life, I need like, we mentioned earlier booking that time out for you yes. just like before I go to bed, I put the phone away and I yeah. sit down with the book and whether it's, although I don't do business books at night that I can't do. <laughs> I don't like stimulate you. Yeah. yeah. Cause that's like, okay, I want to implement this into the business, but I do yeah. more of like the fiction and, and whatnot and the, um, the lighthearted nonfiction at yeah. night. And just make sure I read, okay, one chapter or one section of the chapter. Yeah. That's really helped me because I, yeah. um, the last couple of years I've set out those, I, I, I'm on Goodreads and I'll do the reading challenge. And the first year I was right. overly ambitious and I was like, I'm going to do 52 books this year. Oh my God. And I think I did like nine. Right. <laughs> and that in itself is great. You know, yeah. it's, good. it's good. Yeah. So yeah. I, I was pretty reasonable this year. I think I set it at, um, 20. I was like, I can do 20 books. And then the pandemic hit <laughs> and I was actually able to, to get through more. I joined a, I guess, virtual book club oh, and nice. so that nice. helps one book a month. So yeah. that's, when did that start? I think that was started in like May or June. Virtual book clubs are so, so goddess council also has one and it's like the best because you can just come and like dissect it together. Yeah. Um, it's actually, it's interesting because, um, it's hosted by uh, Katrina Balfe, who's mm -hmm. she's um, Outlander actress, mm -hmm. and so she, it, it's she always says every time she's like, I I when this is all over, we're gonna be in a room together, because <laughs> it's you know just basically her on Instagram. But okay. she, the way she does it is she has um, everybody who's part of the book club submit their questions to her or oh, their thoughts nice. on, and then she'll talk about it and we'll she'll, it. she'll oh, mention, nice. she'll go through. Nice. So it's really kind of cool, but yeah. I, I do want eventually like to be in a book club where you get Something into a more intimate. Yeah. And then talk Enjoy to somebody, but <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm definitely checking that out when we're done here. Um, yeah. but yeah, it's, it's, it's had me reading books that I wouldn't read. And I think that's the important piece of it is, yes you know, um, and, and what she's done is really cool. She's picked out. Um, so one month will be a female author. One month will be a male author and she's going different countries too. Yeah, right. So nice. it's not just sticking with, you know, American or British, but right, right, you know, going right. around the world. So it's, it's cool. Oh, and I it's allowed me that. to read more. I'm honestly, yeah. I'm going to look into that. Honestly, I would love that. It also sounds like not too like a little bit non-committal because you're not like, yeah, 
They're not waiting for you to show up. And right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then that's, what's been good is it's like, okay, I have a month to do it. And then I can just watch the Instagram and <laughs> get your recap. Yeah. So, yeah, um, but yeah, no, I'm going to check out uh, goddess council and then that book club. Cause Yay. you know, I think, you know, as much as I've read this year has really helped me in the business and, and uh, creatively too. And I think it's important for anybody whether you're an artist or you're, um, you know, a songwriter or you write or no matter what you're creative, just going back and, and finding inspiration from other people. Like we, mm-hmm. you know, talked about from your artists and, mm-hmm. and friends and all that. Yes, so totally a hundred percent. I agree wholeheartedly. Yeah. Um, wrapping it all up here. Um, where can my audience find and connect with you find your, media company, find out more about your spiritual counseling. Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, I'm just so grateful that you had me. This was such a good conversation and you're yeah, such a this light. Was awesome. Um, as far as my stuff, you can find me at lalilaluna.tv. That's L-A-L-I-L-A-L-U-N-A.tv. <laughs> um, and you can just find me also with Jasmine Kyleen on Instagram and on YouTube. That is where most of my stuff is. Also, my stuff is streaming on Apple TV, Roku TV, so you can check me out there. But otherwise, yeah, I'm I'm pretty easily accessible. I get to most of my DMs. So if you ever want to reach out or book a session, definitely do that, um, mainly on Instagram. But otherwise, yeah, I'm just, like I said, I'm so grateful to be part of this platform. You have such an amazing thing going, truthfully. Thank you. And, and you as well. I can't wait to, I have an Apple TV, so I'm going to um, go ahead and, and- download that and get it all set up. So um, this was really amazing. I'm going to link to all that in the show notes. And um, thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Broken Glass Podcast. If you like the show and want to know more, visit www.brokenglassmediallc.com. Subscribe to the podcast and don't forget to leave a review. Join me each week to hear new stories, learn all about the tools and resources available to you, and get tips for building a career in music. If you're interested in becoming part of a community of supportive women in music, join our secret community on Facebook at the Broken Glass Collective.